0: You are listening to the Morning Bliss with Patricia Mandula. Service Delivery Watch on the Morning Bliss.
1: Oh, there's been um, a lot of reports around uh, food that is expired, food that is fake, food that is causing illness and death in our communities. And there's a lot of unrest. And now people are asking themselves, even when we go to any retailer, should we be uh, very worried? Because we don't know how far this illegal food um, has spread its wings, how far this fake food has spread its wings, which shops are buying from authorized you know, dealers and manufacturers. We are now all living in a time where we are scared, never mind the fact that food is so expensive, but also food can, can really have adverse impact if it's not correctly um, you know, managed on our health. So it is a big crisis that we are facing, especially um, in uh, townships right now. Most of the reports are coming from the spaza shops, um, which have been found with expired items, which have been found with fake food. Um, 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 Hawkers on the side of the roads, close to schools, who have sold food items, uh, biscuits, chips, and the likes, to children, and these children have ended up in hospital or even worse, in the morgue. We are joined by Zandile uh, Dabula, who is Operation Dudula's president, to talk to us about this current crisis and what they are doing as uh, Operation Dudula to curb it. Zandile, thank you very much for waking up so early and joining us. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Patricia, and to all the listeners at home. Thank you for having me this morning.
1: It's a very sad state of uh, affairs that we are faced with where um, food is so expensive, money is really scarce to come by. But here we are. Um, we are hearing these very sad reports. What investigations have you done in your local community?
2: Patricia, I just want to take you back a little bit before I tell you about the current a status. So, Operation Dudula was uh, was founded in 2020, but we started with our operation in 20 early 2021. And the very first operations we had, we checked the spaza shops, and that's when we noticed that we are in trouble because the spaza shops that we went to, we got. At that time, we didn't notice that the food that they're selling are fake products, but we got expired food. We, you know, some of the other stores, there was a video that trended where there was a bucket of urine that you could tell it was probably there for about three days, and it trended for quite some time. But because we have a very ignorant government, they started arresting us for, sta- for 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 checking up these stores, and we had to stop a bit, because that's when we were started being labelled as a vigilante group. You know, we are being xenophobic, but now currently, we started getting reports. We started getting communities are starting to call us that they are crisis. This is a puzzle shop. The very first one we got was at Naledi when we got a call to say that this is a puzzle shop that sold um, poisoned food. At that time, they didn't know it was poisoned food, but they just said children ate biscuits from, from the store. And we went there, but you know, almost stand a bit now. They're protecting these people. When we got there, the shop was closed already, and uh, the landlord said no one is going to go into the store. And I believe some of the samples were taken out already because it had become viral at that time. But we know it's a fact that these goods uh, are, are, are fake products. they expired goods. They are not good for human consumption. And tell me from 2021 till date why our inspectors are still, why, why haven't they done their part? After Operation Tadula has exposed that in 2021, but now it's said that we are losing lives, and we also got some information that these foreign nationals are fighting amongst themselves. I think there's Bangladesh and there's Ethiopians, so it's suspected that one of the one of the the foreign nationals had um, poisoned some of the staff because now they're fighting for business for territory the other party had poisoned the staff so that when the others buy then they lose business because um you know of the of the of the of the
1: poison where did this allegation they, come from zandile is it what you um, are getting in your investigations
2: so the, we got a call and we we still trying to verify how true this is but we got a call from from one of, of of a foreign national that gave us this information but requested to be to stay anonymous but we took this up with the police they say they're going to investigate we still haven't got received any feedback but the way people are dying the way you know people are, are getting sick you tell that it's it might probably be true, but I don't want to, to
1: to dwell deep on that because, for us, it's still something that we need to to do more research on. Zandile, you know, my major concern, and it's always been a major concern, the fact that in especially our townships and rural villages, the the spaza shop industry, that economy that was run, let's say, about fifteen years ago. by by local members of our communities. We knew where they would go in stock, you know. um, um, Like, for instance, um, you know exactly where the retailer or the wholesaler is. You knew where the stock is dropping. Now we just see vans coming into our communities. They are no longer run by community members. That is a challenge for me because I always ask myself, where are taxes being paid? Are taxes being paid? You walk into any of those shops, you can smell. man, uh, human bodies live here, sleep here. You, you you can smell it. You can see the activity. How did we get to that point? Why is it that there are no measures to curb that? Firstly, it's true. It's true, Patricia.
2: You walk in that store, you could really tell that there's a human that sleeps in there. There are cats. There are rats. It's just dirty. These people do not respect us, and it's said that you know the township economy is all in the hands of foreign nationals. And you could, hear oh, oh, figilembalula talk about township economy is reserved for South Africans, but they're doing nothing about it. Our own South Africans are not supported when it comes to, you know, to the funding and you know support to even making the environment conducive for them to to win in this in this industry because uh firstly there are too many red tapes when you apply uh for 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 the funding you they will not get back to you on time until you give up or until you don't even make a follow up but also the competition is way too high for our people to be to be to be to be trading in that industry because in each and every corner in the township especially you'd find a spaza shop but when we grew up, we only had one spaza shop or two spaza shop for, for a block, you know. And uh, when we started Operation Dudura, there was only about 13,000 spaza shops in the township. But now there are
1: 150,000 in are just a they... the space of chwina. Mm. Yeah. Are they regulated, Zandil? Because... If I, I know there is an association for spaza shops, there are um, organisations for township economy. But are these spaza shops that are on every corner, or two or three in every street, in our uh, um, townships, are they regulated? Are they inspected by authority? They're Definitely mm. not
2: inspected. They're definitely not inspected. Some of the very few which are regulated. So what they do is they use a copy for all the other stores, just like they do with their asylum, the asylum seekers. They have one copy. They have one original document. They'll make 100 copies to serve all the 100 other stores. I, when you say they are,
1: you're referring to... Um, the the, the nationals. Oh, who are running these buzzer shops.
2: Who are running these buzzer shops. So they have... they very few of them have proper documents but they use copies to trade in each and other stores so that's how they they manipulate the system when you get to the store you'll see that certificate and you think that no it's a proper um uh, original certificate but it's a fraudulent certificate because you can't be you, you can't be trading in a store using another another store certificate because that certificate is for that specific store because you know you have to send in your plans before before they even approve you there's some processes that you need to go through where your store is situated if you have um, the certificate of acceptance from from you know the public if the public is really would let you um, uh, 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 trade in that space but they don't do all of those and even Oma stand Beatro the rezoning they don't. They don't know about this rezoning. That you can't just have a shop in your in your in your backyard. That's why, in the olden days, we had the the shops. They they were not far from home. But you had shops in your way. You say, yeah, a shop. It's about you take about ten or five minutes walk to the store. But not necessarily in in our back in our back rooms, where you found the store. It was probably a umama. You know, built. Uh, a small onioner room beside her house, and meant that a store. But man, they're running supermarkets in our back room. They don't pay tax. They don't pay for services, but they have those big, you know, fridge uh, that they use for, for 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 the cold drink fridges. They consume a lot of electricity, but they don't pay for that. That's why we we have crises, especially in the townships when it's winter time. Then the elect- the the, the, the the electricity will keep tripping because there are too many fridges they are you know some of them are industrial it's ju- it's just a mess especially in the township but one other thing is that we we are focusing now currently we are focusing on, on the township but it's not in the township we have big brands that are also selling expired food mm-hmm. we have been to to roots we have been to watloo we have been to to Boksa supermarket. We found expired food. How far and how bad is this thing? Like it, it tells you that this is it, it. It hasn't started now. We had been ignorant. Where you just walk to a store, you think it's a it's a it's a big brand. You trust them. Uh, they should have inspectors checking their food, but not. It seems like the challenge we are facing
1: is, uh, um, you know, we do have the correct, um, uh, what, in paper, we do have the correct bylaws and legal structures and governmental structures in paper uh, to protect South African citizens, um, to protect those who consume food. But the implementation of all of these is not seen hence we are where we are. Let's go to the lines um, and hear what our A-teamers have to say. Uh,
3: good morning, Patricia. It's Bonga, Bonga from Deben here. Uh, you're touching a very sensitive uh, issue here of the food that we get from different shops and different but called spaza shops that has got a detrimental effect in our lives i think we were let down by our government when we when i grew up in the 70s uh during apartheid there were people who were called public health practitioners uh that they would be deployed to go and look into every shop and look at the type of food that they uh, that they are selling and also look at i remember at that time even you buy a sugar you it will wait it was not coming in packets or already packed wait and look at the scales that we're using that were correct and also look at the what's called the the, the 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 food uh, that we, we say whether it's in a good condition or not but now since our government took over those people just uh, i mean i don't know what the the weather went to was that we don't have public health anymore so that's why now people are selling anything expired food and everything so we let down by our own government
0: Good morning, SAFM, and good morning, Patricia, and good morning to the operation to do. The South Africans, the situation that they find themselves about these unregulated spaza shops, the situation depends to the citizen of the country to change all the wrongs that we have experienced for so many years because I don't expect that South African can travel and go in Bangladesh and open a shop and then the government of Bangladesh will accept and say that this is an investment even if those products are fake. This is such a scary thing that is happening, you know, I live in Joburg and things around here are so bizarre and just to spread precaution I called my mom who lives in Eastern Cape who usually buy these snacks and these biscuits for my nephew who's two and I had to tell her to stop because I don't know if they do this in Eastern Cape as well. And I had to call my aunt who lives in Cape Town. I'm, I'm like, people that I know should know that they shouldn't buy from these people because we don't know if it's just in Joburg or Gauteng, or it's widespread. It's so dangerous. And I don't know what the government is willing to do to stop this because this is so bizarre.
4: Hmm.
1: Our South Africans are not feeling safe, um, and, and I understand why. One life is uh, one too many. Uh, there's another one, uh, which is a, a message that says, this can only happen in South Africa. Our government is so nonchalant. Um, an anonymous says, hi, Patricia, what will happen to these shops when they kick these Pakistanis out? We know that our people are not as disciplined to run these shops successfully, yes, it's wrong what they are doing, but I honestly think I honestly don't think our people can do it. Begs another debate. What what are your thoughts on the messages that our A teamers have said, Sandil? Patricia, um,
2: you know, they obviously South Africans are disappointed at this stage. Firstly, there's no political will. When we started checking these shops you now see other political parties, our ruling party especially, the, some of them have now started raiding these shops. You, we've seen your safety, uh, 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 MMC of safety has been going on and on around the other stores. And I know it's not going to last long. We even said it that this thing will only, only probably last till the funeral of the, the five other kids that we buried in in, in Soweto or three in Soweto and two in the in the restaurant and you could tell now that it's no longer busy like it it was before but they're still not doing nothing about it our own president the president of of this country is literally saying nothing about this just issued he 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 had a a conference now with the Ethiopians I think they were uh, sealing a deal or something with the Ethiopians and he literally said it live that we are not going to attack the Ethiopians. Ethiopians are going to be protected. Now this tells you, even if it's at the expense the the, the, the expense of our kids' lives,
1: they'd still be protected. They're but giving but, them but time uh, to Zandile, Zandile, we have to understand that not all Bangladeshis, not all Ethiopians, not all Somalians are firstly in South Africa illegally. Secondly, we also have to understand that not all of them are in the tuck shop trading business. So so if we are to blanket throw it, then that becomes a bit of a dicey one. It becomes one that opens up to xenophobic attacks. We need to address those in those particular shops, um, those who are running shops no, no, illegally. No, you were mm-hmm. talking about the shops, the closing, the shutting down of the shops.
2: But we were specific we, about.
1: The, are are we not? Are we, we not saying let's shut down the shops of those who are illegally operating, those who don't it's all of them comply. It's all of them.
2: They get their stock at one. They 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 get their stock. They have their own
1: wholesalers which that's where they get the stock and and then our mama the, the mamas who are selling on the side of the schools um in the in, in our townships they also have been reported to to be you know um selling biscuits that are not good because children have gone to hospital because of them are they also going to be closed down how do you regulate hawkers uh, and how do we then they only should, say they should, yeah Go
2: They ahead. should be closed down because I tell you um, we, we're not just focusing on foreign nationals here. We're focusing on on the whole industry because it's a food industry. It's a very sensitive industry. Um, but what I say, what I'm trying to say is that even the wholesalers, you'd find, you know, in the in the in the olden days, um, in in Jobek, there's Ojambu, where you know our mamas used to go and stock the 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 products there. But now this whole industry is taken. By your Ethiopians and your Bangladesh. So even the mamas that are selling besides the road at the school, at the gates of the school, they are getting their stock from the same people because there are very few South Africans who still own these wholesalers. So the whole the whole industry is captured by foreign nationals.
1: Can we address a message that came in from an A-teamer who says um, what he feels sorry or she feels sorry uh, for South Africans who are... Who are um, in those communities? Because if these shops close down, uh, this anonymous believes that South Africans don't have the ability to run these uh, tax shops. So, what will happen in the communities? How do you allay those fears? Because I don't have the same view. Um, true.
2: Yeah, there will be a gap. We know. Um, we have been talking to 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 the the Department of. Um, accounting economic development we've also went to the likes of your family tree to try and assist to fast track the applications because there are applications for for funding of you know these uh, newly owned spaza shops by south africans but the process is just too slow but we we in talks with them to at least try and speed up the process because yes there will be a vacuum and we don't want that but another thing is that we can't say if these Bangladesh leave our township, where are we going to consume? Are we then saying that we should rather lose lives, set with stores that expire sell expired goods to our our community members, than just having no stores? We know gogo they now used to buying at at you know a, a corner, and not in all townships we we don't have South Africans, we do have some South Africans who are still battling. In that field but they are trading but they're battling too much it's time that we now start supporting our own south africans let us you know you know let us just move away from buying from from these foreign nationals because it's clear they're not here in peace uh, they don't love us we they, we call them both my friend but how do you say a person
1: is your friend when, when he or she is, is, is killing you you know Zandila and I think we have ourselves after mm-hmm. I think as, as as much as we should stop supporting because the ordinary consumer uh, might not have the consumer knowledge this is where the ombudsman would need to come in to start consumer sure. ombuds start educating people what to look for uh, sure. explain the difference between sell by date best before date and the likes um, and explain explain Um, what products look like. This is when brands have an opportunity to come and say, this is the real um, can of beans uh, that we sell. It looks like this. If it doesn't look like this, then don't buy it. It's an opportunity for brands to use media platforms to do this. But this is the biggest opportunity for government to prove themselves, in my view. For government and all the, 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 the organs that are available for township economy, for regulation, for health, and safety, all of these should start coming in to do their job so that South Africans can have faith in them again, um, can have knowledge and for South Africans to be safe. But with that said, a have uh, their own views. Can I go to some of their messages? Uh, Sibulele, who's in Mtata, says, Hi, Sis Pat. These people sell fake products. They don't even order from these big known wholesalers. They have their own wholesalers where they stock. Most of their products come from outside the country. Another one, which is from an anonymous, says, Sis Pat, we, more especially blacks, are in big trouble because um believe me these so-called abo my friends are on a serious mission they are here to kill us and our government are helping them to kill us let's go to voice notes
3: morning patricia uh, i just want to respond to the text you read that uh, our people can't run this shop i think the reason why our people can't run this shop because they were competing with people who produce fake goods for 5 rand and sell them for 20 rand. While you go to, to buy uh, the same product for 18 rand and you need to, 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 to sell it for 22 rand in order to get profit, while someone who manufactured uh, a fake thing uh, get the 150 profit and still be cheaper than you that's the only reason why our people can't compete with these people the things of saying no oh, they buy in bulk that, that's a lie that's a lie patricia
1: let's go to the lines we've got andrew who's in the western cape good
5: morning andrew good morning to you patricia how are you doing this morning
1: strong how are you doing
5: i'm very well man. very well listening to your you're talking to your your guests over there and she talks about in the olden days. And your callers are phoning in about how we used to have this and how we used to have that. We've got a choice next year, 2024. For 30 years i we've been taking down the garden path. We've got a choice to change things. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, 2024. Come South Africa, change this thing. Because it's not, we're going nowhere slowly.
1: All right. And, and Andrew, when you say change this thing next year, are you referring to um, the voting uh, polls?
5: Yes let us change the, the the way this government is operating. We must get a manager in place not a not a he, the guy is always concerned he's really concerned he's just so happy you know yeah, he's a puppet man
1: <laughs> Andrew thank you very much uh, for calling in. Uh, let me go to William who's in Cape Town. Good morning William.
4: hello good morning uh, but he said, um, you see the thing is this this happened all over the show. That uh, the, the people and even they are so clever. What they do, they're keeping the prices low. It's like the Uber is the same. It's exactly moving in the same direction because, you know, 51% of of our 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 our, our South Africans must have over the franchise must have control over the franchise here yeah, in South Africa. Uber dropping all the prices and it doesn't make sense. Stupid prices. That they charges and, and they exploiting is only the the customer and uber they are benefiting because ninety percent of the uh, of the expenditure is on the drive and that's why these people and this is foreigners, but also driving on uber most of them and because south africans don't want to drive on uber and they're ripping us off and half of that money goes overseas and now people don't see they they see the price it's low but that is the way actually they come in and robbing and raping our country and i think it's very very unfair and they call it competition and i don't and that's unfair competition. Thank you for calling
1: in William um, William taking us there from um, the food issue and the crisis of poison food to um, I, I think what I would say maybe inequality when it comes to even the e-hailing services there's one last voice note and then we wrap up
6: Good morning Mantuli and the SAFM listeners how are you today? Mantuli thank you very much for a good topic there. I think uh, the main problem is the suppliers. If you look at all these goods that are being sold in the spaza shops, they are being ordered somewhere. It's not like these spaza shops are cooking or they are manufacturing these goods on their own. These goods are being manufactured somewhere else. So, the main route that must be uprooted is the manufacture Is the manufacture of all these goods. If it's not Nestle, who is it? If it's not Coca Cola, who is it? If it's not uh, uh, the, the, the pharmaceutical companies, who is it? Unless we do that, if it means these goods coming from outside the country, then let's stop importing them. Let's stop getting those goods from outside of the country. Thank you.